We're in Yavamis Davkuf Bezim and Bezim. The Gemara has a long discussion about, which is hard to be, I mean exactly what the Metzius is, unless you have a picture. When you go to a Chalitza, so today they have the Chalitza shoes, you could see Midor Dor exactly what was Nog. All these Musang were not Nog in today's uh, footwear. So we make a Chalitza shoe, it's made to specification. They have big ones, medium ones, small ones. It should fit on the shoe, it should fit on the foot properly, it should tie properly. And so on, So the Gemara has a back and forth between Abaya and Rova, and Abaya wants to be Mechiach Legabi Anfilio, and Abaya says the Ispe Kisisi Mishum Tainug, that maybe it wouldn't be exactly the Mino, but Lamaisim Mishum Tainug, Lamaisim Mishum Tainug, that's why it's also. Rova says that just because it, it gives tanuk, it gives comfort to the foot, if it doesn't have a shame minol, it's avada naroso. He put something around his feet and he went out and made his feet comfortable, but he went out. So Rova Lamaisa answers, and then the Gemara goes vaiter. So, Banfilio Shalor. Is b'shem minol and banfilia shel beged is not bechlal minol. So that's the machlek sabaya v'rova. Rabbi Chonon and Kovitzaritz and Simonai and Gimel explains l'chayr the chakira is yom kippedika chakira. Loita bayet sounds like anything that's bechlal tainug is also yom kippur. Now we know uh, somebody's going to come along with a new form of tainug playing baseball. Call that a tanuk. I'm not sure exactly what the definition of tanuk is. Curling up on the couch and reading a book, a form of tanuk. It's not tanuge haguf. So what exactly is bechlal tanuge haguf? What's not? Al kaponim, abaya sounds like it doesn't have to be dafka these five things. To say that's why anyim kippur. The Torah doesn't say don't eat, don't drink. The famous nekuda when you learn uh, when you learn yuma. The sugis over there of Achilles By the way, the same Gemara over there about Korach Sudra uh, is also over there with the same discussion about that it has to be something which has a shame now. Lav Dafka something that's that's uh, that's maybe the day Tainuk. So over there we have the when you learn the sugis in Yuma, that what's also is Achilla. At the same time, the Gemara says that in order to be over an Achilla. In order to be chayiv chorus, it has to be a bittel because the Torah doesn't say don't eat, which are ma'isa achilas begazayis. It has to be a ma'isa that's mavatul ta'anus nafshesechem. The the bittel inu, which is meishiv nefesh, is bekoseves, and that's the shear of achilas. The shear of shtiel is also a different shear than the regular uh, shtiel reviz. So does that mean that there is no ma'isa achila in the Torah at all? Does haste. Chazal said, told us that the definition of Tanus Nafshesechem, the equal way that a person is not Nisana, not in the state of Tanus Nafshesechem, is Achilam, Elin Alarib. It has nothing to do with eating per se. It has to do with Tanus Nafshesechem. So the Marshal is a famous raid of the Shagasari that he says, since the Torah didn't asser up Achilo, the Torah just eating is a Hechetimtz over here. It's just Tanus Nafshesechem, a bitle of Tanus Nafshesechem. And the same with the Shir is bigger. It also has nothing to do with the regular Amayis Achille. It says if somebody would eat Shaloi Kederach, 
If somebody would eat an achila shalakadesh, which we call anterkulu, if a person eats a kazayis of nevela, shalakaderech achila, he's not chay malkis. It's not the Torah's definition of loisoichal. Loisoichal means kaderech achila. Says the Shagazan, but over here it's not loisoichal. It's a bit of inu is nafshesechem. Why shouldn't that be true? The Rambam's mufurish not that way. The Goin seems to name on in a few different nekudos that are maybe totally in that without getting into the Arichus Dvarm. The Goin seems to name on somewhat like the Shagasai based on Rabbeinu Yeruchim, but Lamaisa and Rambam and other Rishonim mufurish afenort in Psochim it's klor not that way. If the Torah says Ta'anu, so the shear could be bigger, but it's a maisa achilo, which is mavatul the inui. So well, it's a bigger shear maisa achilo, but it has to be a maisa achilo. So too also, l'moshul, the achilo shtiyo are deraisa, sicho, tash m'shamito, rechitzo, are also bitl inuyim when a person engages in any of these pleasurable activities. And over there also, the shaila is, is that the issue is the maiser rechitza, or the issue is the pleasure shabai, just the maramokim ani Then the beginning of Yuma, there's a shaila on pashtus rechitzas midirabonon, pashtusicha, the others are, but the only achilashti is deraisa. The Taishishonim over there understands that rechitzas kol gufo is deraisa, and rechitzas ever ever, is midrabonon, the shadow of the wise net chatishir of a deraisa, but our koponim is the meiser rechitza, is there a defined meiser rechitza, and that's the iser, or the iser is, rechitza is just a way of being mavatal inui. So chazalwa meiser v'nachan akuda, that's mavatal tanuk of a person, which is called the comfort of his feet. It's hard to believe in what happens if a person puts on gloves, Puts on uh, something on his hands that's the cooling, soothing. Basic nicht. Vosep is the feet of Azeshtek Nechazal. So that's Lachar where Abai is coming from. Rav is saying no. Rav is saying there's a Maisev Ni'ila Sandal, which is awesome. If it's Bechlal Ni'ila Sandal, it's awesome. If it's not Bechlal Ni'ila Sandal, it's not awesome. Now, the other Maisev, at least we understand, they're defined Maisev, which are Maisev of pleasuring the body. Rechitza, Sicha, the others. They're maisim, which are maisetanic, but they're defined. And Chazal told us that those maisim are mavatul tanas after a second. Vos epis the maisim of Ni'ila Sandra, like we said. Vos epis that maisim. It would seem like if there's a defined maisim of Ni'ila Sandra, that there's something different about that maisim. Share with the Oilam. Tehoi bin a raid that was said many, many years ago, the night before Yom the night before Yom Kippur, by my Rebbe in Yerushalayim, and he spoke about something which very much touches on an Indian that we discussed, it's an Indian Omuk and Aganta, but let's spend a few minutes being Misamek Divi Chacham V'chidoiso, that the Indian of now is an Indian Omuk, which uh, which which has which has a very deep meaning, and we'll see in Hashem by understanding the Indian of Nal Legabi Yom Kippur. We'll go back to the Indian of Nal Legabe Chalitza. Ramas, when we spoke in the beginning of the parak, what could be the positive Indian in the Maisa Chalitza beyond it being a matir to take off her igun that she's kuka le 
what should be the positive if there's a Maisa Mitzvah? Well, what's, what would be the Maisa Mitzvah? What are you accomplishing? What are you doing? We don't ask why for Shtetzach, Mitzvah Satayra. But what would be the Maisa? What, what's, what, what's, what, what's being accomplished by it? So, Rebitzla Valozhna in the Hagon, Sefer Ruach Chaim, in the beginning of Pekiovis. And he says like this, that we explained that the goof of a person is just the bottommost layer of who he is. A person is the real essential person, the ani of a person, the anoichi of a person, is really all the madregis of his neshama, of his nefesh, of his ruach, of his neshama, of all the chalokim of him that are attached, that are chokuk mitachas kisei covid And the bottommost layer is the layer that expresses itself in the guf. Now we know the marshal that the guf has ramach evon gidim. Those are really, Rebchang Veloshner explains, ramach evon gidim Gvoyim pnimiim that are in the mitzvah saseh, in the mitzvah slaisaseh. Now we know it's not the pshat that there is in the person ramach evorim gidim, and therefore the rabbanu shalom commanded us on ramach evorim on ramach mitzvah saseh and shasa loisaseh. It's punk faket. In the olamos yoinim, there are ramach mitzvah saseh. There are in the olamos yoinim there are. 365 lights, which are called oirois, koichois, oilomois, whatever you want to call it, that are called lavin. And the Rabban Shalom represented the tzura hasholim of the oilomois, in human form, in the form of Ramach Evorm Gidim. You know, uh, Pesach was last week, and we learned Sheashiv. And most people understand that there's a physical world. And there's the physical reality the way it's described in Shia Shiru. And that's used as a moshul for the relationship between the Rebbein Shem and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Goyim explains that it works punk fakad. There's a metzius of a dveikus pnimis between the Rebbein Shem, Kibiyochel, and Klal Yisrael. And there's a moshul in this world of certain physical expressions of that relationship, which are described in physical terms. The moshul and shirim is really just in order to give us an inkling what that's really about in the Elam Salyani between Knesset Yisrael, between, between the Rebbein Shlel, and between Kalosa, between Klal Yisrael. So the same thing is true on a person. A person in this world, the Ramach Ivan Gidim, are just the bottommost layer to illustrate. It's like an illustration. It brings out a very deep idea. You draw a picture, maybe it helps to understand. So there's a picture in this world of a person in the biological sense of Ramach Evon Gidim. All that is, is just in order to illustrate to us what it looks like in the deeper, inner, higher worlds of Ramach Mitzvah and Shasal That being said, says Rebchaim Valozhner, that... A nal, a shoe, is just where a person's foot hits the ground. Person not on the ground. Person's gavoya. Person, by the way, doesn't doesn't walk on all fours like a chai. He stands upright because be'etzem most of him is the chelik that's gavoya that rises to the heavens. Sulam mutzavarzo, the roishem agiyah shemaim. That's what a human being is. 
The bottommost chelik of us is the part that gravity that puts us on the ground. So that we cover over with the shoe. Now just represents the guf itself. When the Rebbein Shem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Shal neolecho mi'al raglecho, in the beginning of Sefer Yeshua, the Rebbein Shem says to Yeshua, Shal na'alcho mi'al raglecho. Not na'alcho beloshen rabbin, but na'alcho beloshen yofit. Now, it's clear by both Moshe and Yeshua, they had to take off their shoes. Ki admas kaydeshu. So why is one Beloshen Yochid, a pair of shoes, and one is Beloshen Rabbim shoes? Says the Ritzel of Aloshna, we're not referring over here to Beloshen Rabbim, to two shoes. Two shoes, your left sneaker and your right sneaker, could be referred to Beloshen Yochid. It's one pair. There's one pair of shoes. In fact, this time we'll throw out for Cheshem Ishbat Yidin. What's the Aloche if Ruvain steals or ruins, damages or destroys one shoe of Shimon. They have to pay him the value of one shoe or there is no such thing as one shoe. Destroying one shoe is destroying the pair of shoes. So he has to pay him for the whole pair of shoes. The same idea. One pair of shoes, even though they're two pieces of fabric, can be classified as one. Why does the Torah add a lotion Rabban by Moshe Rabbeinu? Says of it's a that sheyesh beis mine levushe or laodom. There are two uh, coverings of or of skin, or behema shaloyvish dehainu minolim his shoes, or atzmoi his his skin himself. A person, the part that meets the eye to the outside world is his skin. The nal, which is made of or, and that's the dogish in our sugi, is that a nal is made of or. So there's the skin of a person. And then there's the person himself. The person himself is the primis, the atzmis of a person, the neshama, his feelings, his intellect, his hechekite, his neshama. The chelik that meets the eye, the outermost chelik is called or, skin deep. The bottom of a person, like we said, is called now, is made of or. So the Torah is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, the Rebbein Shalom is telling Moshe Rabbeinu, Shal Neolecho Mi'al Raglecho, Moshe Rabbeinu had to divest himself of any shaykhs of the physical world. Moshe Rabbeinu could no longer, because he had to be the Moshe Rabbeinu, he had to be an intermediary between the Rebbein Shalom and Klal Yisrael. He had to divest himself completely of his shaykhs of his gulf. He had to, he had to be Parish Me'ishtoy. In that sense, Moshe Rabbeinu was on a high madrega. Moshe Rabbeinu was on a high madrega. He was zayich to a madrega of his dachachus hachoymer legamri. Mashiach, the loshin to Yeshua was just at least take off that your ikur association is your guf. Shal no lecho mid loshin yochah, but Yeshua couldn't divest himself completely of his kesher with his guf. And that's the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu, the Rebbe, and Yeshua, the Talmud. Moshe Rabbeinu is Tereshu B'Ksav. It's Mamish Dvar Hashem. It's Mamish Nevua. Pel, Pel, Dabeboi. Yeshua Kenim and Shikha Espiu, we said before from Shia Shirim. Yeshua Benun is Tereshu B'Alpeh. It's the Torah that's understood by the human intellect. Avavi Yeshua Benun is Gavoya Me'al Gavoya, but he's not Moshe Rabbeinu. See, he was not on that madrega of Sha'al No'alecho Beloshen Rabbim. But I'll go upon him on the chilek of divesting that, that not being shakua on the ground. On that, Yeshua was told also, This is what Rabbi brings from the Helege Shloch. Rabbi would be moisif that the idea of somebody who spends a lot of time on the fitness of his body, 
Somebody says a lot of time taking care of his body is like somebody who you see spending hours a day polishing their shoes. Nobody spends hours a day polishing their shoes because you all understand even though you can't really get around without a good pair of shoes, person has shoes that are tight. He's walking around the whole day in discomfort, but nobody's going to make a mistake that the shoes are the man. The shoes are not the person. The shoes are just what facilitates you going from place to place. The goof of a person is just the clee that gets you from tafkit to tafkit. It's not you. It's not the person himself. Explain to Michal that the Isin Ila Sandwang and Kippur has nothing to do with the tiny per se, but it has to do with the symbolic definition of what a Nal is. The Nal of a person is that being divesting himself, that's what we do on Yom Kippur, we turn to Malachim. We're Mufka from Inyoni Haguf. That's the gather of Shalom Alechem That's exactly what we do on Yom Kippur. That we put on something else, by the way, we put on a Korach Oir, even if it keeps our feet comfortable, that's not the point. The point is, Shalom Alechem Yarraglech, and that's Dafka Oir. Why is it Dafka Oir, by the way? So, Ritzel Veloshan's Miramis Betechtvor, this comes from a famous Goin, where the Goin explains that the whole idea of clothing represents this outermost layer of a person. The panemius of a person is not, doesn't need clothing. Even the face of a person doesn't need to be covered over because the face of a person, ponim is miloshin pinim. The going explains that the word oir with an ayin represents something that's chitsoini. If you want to look at it from a, from a deeper place, the word oir is with an aleph. And the going shows that the Gemara says, the famous Gemara, where the Gemara says that the original clothing of man that the Rebbe made for Adam and Chava when they were choyte and they turned their bodies into things, into clay taiva, into things that could be used to take one further away from the Rebbe Until then, because their bodies were only a reflection of their neshamas inside. It's only after the chet that a person turned into his neshamas locked up inside. And by the way, the word for a lock is minol. Minol means a lock because the now represents the neshama, the essence of a person being locked up. The body, the skin, the chitsonius of a person, the elam hazeh of a person, locks the person's essence, his spirit, his neshama, his kedusha, up. So the, the word of a lock and the word of a shoe are the same word. So the Goyim explains that the word oir, it says over there that, he, that the Rebbein made clothing from them, kosnas oir, with an ayin. But really that word should be besefetayrish or kosu kosnas oir with an aleph. Be'etzem, if the neshamas would have shined forth through their gulf, it would have been kosnas oil with an aleph. Instead, it was turned into kosnas oil with an ayin. That's chitonius. Skin deep, we always call chitonius. Now, we explained that this is really the Indian of, uh, of the chitzchalitza. Kimavu and svarim, that the tikkun haneshama that's created by the maise chalitza, and the reason why it's a maise mitzvah, is because the chalitza, a person, passes away, normally he leaves over, a person who leaves over children in this world, leaves over a chalik of himself. Now, a person can leave behind a physical zeker, he can leave behind the building that he built, money that he has in the bank. A person leaves behind children, he's leaving behind his essence, his panemius, his nitzchis. A person doesn't have that. So the only zeker that's left in him of him in Eulam 
is only Gashmis. There's no Dovash Netzach left of him in Olam Hazeh. And the Midam is Suyemis, he's locked up. So either there's a Lahakim Lach of Shame, there's a Maisa Yibum, or there could be a Maisa of taking off of the shoe. There could be a Maisa of taking off of the shoe. And the taking off of the shoe is removing, like unlocking, taking off the nal, which means also a lock, removing that shoe. It's like a begin of Shalom Lecha Why? Because even though the person's body is in the is in the ground, Kiadmas Kaidishu, a person leaves behind in Elamazah only the Ruchnius that's left over. So there's a positive benefit that's there for the Nishama, we said over from the Zoya. There's a Ilui Nishama that's there for the person who died without children, because at least symbolically there's a Maisa Chalitzas, Hanal, from the one who represents him, from the brother, and with that there's a Givisa release to the Nishama, and there's a Aliyah's Nishama, Tikkun HaNishama. That Lechayra is the connection between the two. We understand, Fashtetzach, why a Nal is Shel Oir, has more shame now, because that's the whole Indian, is this oil which is skin deep. This idea of oil with an eye and skin, as opposed to oil with an aleph. We're trying to release the neshama, which is oil with an aleph, from the locked up in a world of kosnas oil, of skin deep, of ayin, a world of gashmith. We'll mention one more point, which I think I've seen in Svarim, and that is that there's a oimik, to the, the other part of the Maisel Chalitza, there's the Kriya, the Psukim, which brings out the idea of Kochi Yosel Ish, Asher Leivnez Beis I always had Agosha, by the way, this is as an aside, before I say something about the third Chalik of the Mitzvah, it's taking off of the shoe, and there's the spitting, V'yorak Lefonov. The first part, the Kriya, is expressed, every time I read the Pasu, Kochi Yosel, it sounds to me, and I think it's in Svarim Mufurish. I don't remember where it is, but it's in Svarim Mufurish. There's a Tzushtal over here, Divrei HaPosuk, to Kochi Yosel Ishasher Chofetz HaMelech Bikoroi. And what was the Iker Kovoi that was given to Mordechai? O Mordechai Yotza Belevush Malchus, Vaterezov, etc. Mordechai went out, Belevush HaMalchus. He went out on the horse, and then later on he went out on Belevush HaMelech. That levush hamelech is again the clothes. What are clothing? If they're put on Haman, they're nothing, right? It's But if it's put on on Mordechai, it was meant to represent, to reflect the covet hapnimi, because Mordechai brought Klai Yisrael to a, to a state of tshuva. He brought Klai Yisrael to a state of malchus, to a state of of shleimus. So again, you have that same nekuda kochi yosa, the skin deep. But that's really what's going on in the mice. Kochi yosa, that he has to release. The shoe has to be taken off. There's no representation in the physical sense. The shoe, which is the goof, has to be taken off, and then the neshama could go back el tzur So one last point, legabi the 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 yorak befonov, the essential word yorak yud reish kuf is a very important nekuda. That gematria. Yud Reish Kuf is 310. That 310, Chazal on Megala, that that's the last mission in Shas, where Chazal say, Osid Kotzadik Vitzadik Lahanchil Shai Oilomis, 310 Oilomis. That number 310 is Mufurish in Svarim, that that 310 is really half of 620. What's 620? 620, you look at different Svarim. The Balaturma Sarasadibis, that Sarasadibis have 620 letters. 
613 Keneged Tayag, 7 Keneged the Sheva Mitzvah Benenech, or maybe the Sheva Mitzvah Derabonon, depending on which Sefer you open up. But the Shlemus HaTayr is that 620. 310 is half of that, because there's Ish, there's Ishta, each one's a Plaguf, as I state in the Sefer Teres Chaim on Sanhedrin, the Gemara that brings that, uh, that Mishnah. Al-Koponim, what we see is, without getting into Cheshbonis or Rabbi Cheshbonis, is that that word, Yorak, has a very deep connotation in terms of the essence of what this world is. A person lives in this world and he uses it for Pneumius, for Oyer, for Dveikus Bashem, then it's a world of yesh, it's a world of reality. If a person uses a world for nothing, then it's nothing, it's skin deep. What comes out of a person's mouth is the essence of who he is. The Kayachat Dibur brings out the whole Pnimius. The whole Pnim of a person comes out of his face, comes out of the Kayachat Dibur. Almost the opposite of that is if a person would spit, which is why spitting is a way of showing contempt. Bizoyoin is because there's nothing there. Comes out of his mouth, but nothing. It's Chitonis. It's a Dovashal Mabikach. So the way to show this world as being nothing is the act of spitting. What that's doing is that's complementing taking off the shoe, which represents that ni'ilo, that being locked into Elam And then that's the ticking of the neshama of the mess. I haven't seen this, but Mestama, it's uh, part of one understanding. So where we start is with an understanding of what Yom Kippur does for a Yid, and what Nila Sassandal is, and the Tzushtal, the Gemara over here, comes out is not only a Tzushtal, but it really brings out the essence of what this Mitzvah's Chalitza, what this whole Perik is about. We'll just add one more detail. Over here in the Gemara you have, where the Gemara says, Gamim Yovo to say that Cholzim B'minol, Shoyim Loi, Ain't Shoyim Loi, Wechalitz B'Sandal. I'm sure that the same way the word now that's in the Torah has such a deep inner meaning, that the word sandal also has some type of uh, deeper meaning. I'll just read to the Oilam of Gemara and Chagiga Dafid Gimel Amit Beis on a postuk that's in Yecheskel Perakalaf, which is the Mara of Maisa Merkava, being Isaac a little bit in Dvaram Pneumian. And over there it says, in the, it talks about different malachim that Yecheskel is misnabeon. Omer Rabbi Lozer the Gemara says Maloch Echad Shuaimid Baaretz VeRoishay Magia Lebein Hachayos. He's Oimid Al Haaretz. He's Oimid Baaretz. That means he has a Shaykh Stelam Azeh, but he stretches far above. He really comes from a place that's far beyond. VeMasnita Tano Sandalfoin Shemoy VeGavoya Mechaveri Mahalach Hamesh Meyoshano. There's a Maloch who has his Shavish and his Avoidah and his Toichin. Keser, by the way, is the 620 that we talked about before. He's Koshik Zorim Lekoinoi. He has a presence in this world. Be'etzem, he comes from Govoya Me'al Govoya. And his name is Sandalfoin. So, I haven't seen anybody make the Tzushtel, but there should be a tzushta. You see over here that there is an Indian with the word sandal, which also represents a very profound idea that expresses itself in the ideas that we have. And but hopefully we've just been megala a little bit of a tam in these inyanim.